When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mornings on SEN. Welcome back to the show. Julian DeStoot with you. As we mentioned before the break, our boss Sam Thompson was just wandering around with this strapping young man. And Ben and I went, that's a familiar face. And it's Mitch McClenahan. Doesn't work for SENZ, of course, over in New Zealand. Our former New Zealand international cricketer. And is here just shadowing the Melbourne Stars. Hello, Mitch. Yeah, good. What, How are you? Good. What brings you, apart from the Stars, is that what brings you to town? Yeah, it is, mate. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, pretty fizzed up, actually. Um, trying to... Oh, well, I got once got told when you're too too fat to play, coach. So <laughs> I'm over here trying to pretty try, fit to me. Yeah, well, yeah, that's why I'm wearing a baggy jumper. You know, you and know, a black jumper. Yeah, yeah, a black jumper as well, mate. Yeah, you know the tricks. Yeah, oh, no, there exactly. we go. There we go. I've used all those tricks. <laughs> yeah, mate. So I'm just here shadowing and just getting some experience off Dave and and Clint McKay and Ben Raw. So it's been awesome so far. First training session yesterday. Boys are actually looking really good. Really good, actually. Did you have any link to the Melbourne Stars? Obviously, Trent Bolt's been playing for. Yeah, bolty has been there. Any other links? Um, Clint McKay and Ben Raw I played with at the Sydney Thunder about four years ago. Yeah. So linked up with them and and um, just flicked uh, Benny a text and, and Dave was happy for them to come and be around and just shadow. So just get the experience, mate. Uh, dip the toes into it. Uh, hopefully maybe their career, a career down the path. So have you done any coaching so far? Uh, well, me in personally. Your, in your career, yeah. Uh, I think as a, as a senior player, like I'm 36, almost 37 now. As a senior player, as you go through the grades and all the other tournaments, you, you end up being another coach at, at some point because players sometimes don't go to the, go to the coaches all the time. They come to senior players. So in terms of like the skills I've been able to communicate to players about what needs to happen, yeah, I've had some experience in that, but not the coaching side. And I think that's the thing, mate. I think it's a big difference from playing mm. to coaching. I, I kind of want to see what it's about on the other side of the fence. So uh, how do you look back on your international career? 48 ODIs for New Zealand, yep. best figures on debut in yep. ODI cricket for New Zealand. You've played... Indian Premier League, you've played BBL, as you mentioned, you've played in Afghanistan. How do you look back at your journey in cricket? It's a, it's a really interesting one. Uh, yeah, journey's been pretty crazy, actually. Um, NZ kind of burst onto the scene um, and could do no wrong. Um, <laughs> you know, just without blowing the air trumpet, I think uh, it was second fastest to 50 wickets all time in ODI cricket. Um, and from that point, I, I guess it's one of those things that's you think everything's going to be real easy <laughs> and then it gets bloody hard. <laughs> and for me, it was uh, coming from, from nothing. Like my first tour, Shane Bond had to take me in South Africa, had to take me to sports shop um, to buy a second <laughs> pair of shoes because um, I was taping up some shoes that I cut like a sandal at the front because they were a size too small. So I was putting that brown tape around to keep my foot <laughs> yes. in place <laughs> without the toes falling out the front. So it's uh, once I got a little bit of money, um, then I ate too much and got fat. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the challenge of trying to come back after putting on some weight and still perform was was uh, a different experience. But um, then I found found some skills that I needed with New Zealand cricket to to be able to be a death bowler, and and then that kind of flowed into T Twenty cricket and the opportunity to go on the circuit. I know that's a scary word mm. and, and cricket around the world at the moment. Um, came up and I wasn't going to have a huge future with New Zealand cricket in a longer format of the game. Uh, so went on the circuit and played a bit of T20 cricket around the world, which was awesome. You mentioned going on the circuit there and, and Trent Bolt's going to do a, a similar thing. Mm. And um, so just on that, and also he made some really interesting comments about New Zealand cricket a couple of weeks ago saying, you know, it's a really good time for New Zealand cricket at the moment, but, you know, don't expect it to last forever. You know, 90% of 
young men in, in New Zealand want to be an All Black. There's yep. not that many cricketers to choose from. So what is the situation with New Zealand cricket as a whole? And you want know, to the test team's going well. They've had good record in short form. But as a whole, how is New Zealand cricket travelling? Well, I think it's a pretty scary time, like, like you touched on, and, and it sounds like Bolte's touched on it as well. Um, I think you've got a, a great period of players who come through, your Kane Williamson's, your Southies, your Ross Taylor's, Bolte, all at the same time, mm. right? All, mm. all very, very good players. And, and our, our team's ageing at the moment. And, and what, what, from what I've seen, I, I, they, with their domestic cricket, you guys did a bit over here as well, as they went for youth and got rid of a lot of the older guys. Yep. Um, so you lost a lot of those tools, those teaching tools, um, and to play some hard cricket. And I feel like the the time, the gap between domestic cricket in New Zealand now is a lot bigger than it, it was a few years ago. So it's from that point of uh, point of view, I guess it's going to be a little bit tougher for New Zealand cricket in, in years to come. There's no one coming through who like really stands out to me. There's a couple of guys with some promise, but nothing like exceptional like your Kane Williams is a, once in a generational mm. player when you talk about Kane. But no real Southies, no real bolts coming through at the minute. Lockie Ferguson's class, ever seen a bowl? He, he's class. Yep. But outside of that, there's not too much coming through at the minute. Where, where do you think it leaves Test cricket in the future? Mm. It's, it's much debated about. There's only a few really good teams at the moment, you know, and, and we're seeing what, uh, you know, Bolt is doing. Yep. How many players do you think will follow in those footsteps, say, the next five years where it's like, I can play a lot of cricket, I can make a lot of money, yep. and I don't have to play test cricket? Um, in New Zealand at the minute, to get a contract, everything's heavily weighted in, in the favour of, of playing the long form of the game. So they get double weighting in terms okay. of their ranking points. So if you want to start out as a cricketer, you've basically got to sell a dream to the coaches and the selectors that you want to play four-day cricket. So there's still a, it's still the pinnacle at the moment in New Zealand. Um, but I think that's because we don't have the exposure of a really strong T20 comp um, individually, like within New Zealand, we don't have a big bash where guys can pick, get picked up like Cam Green for three and a half million dollars <laughs> out, out of domestic cricket. You know, <laughs> they don't have that opportunity. So, in, international cricket is where you have to be able to prove your worth, and then it comes down to how guys deal with uh, getting offers from those teams. And look, it looks pretty scary in terms of international cricket at the minute. Those franchises, they're just going to keep on growing. Um, which is going to go more that football model, right? And so something's going to have to give. I think Test cricket, it's either out of Test cricket or one day cricket, isn't it? Uh, who's who's yep. going to stick around? T Twenty internationals are probably still going to be there just for the entertainment. You mentioned Cam Green there. So are you suggesting your contract for the IPL wasn't quite as fat as, <laughs> fat as three million bucks? <laughs> Absolutely not, mate. He plays a couple of games. He makes more than me. Yeah, <laughs> after six years, <laughs> isn't it unbelievable? What's it like playing in that competition? I mean, it is. Awesome. It's just. Watching it through the TV, it's, yeah. it seems like the atmosphere is amazing. Yeah. The money's amazing. What's it like? Um, it's different gravy, mate. It's honestly different gravy. I, I remember uh, I got there and um, Corey Anderson's walking down the down the trace at uh, Wonkety Stadium in Mumbai, and I see him put his arm around um, Sachin Tendulkar, and the whole stadium's uh, whole stadium saying, oh, chanting Sachin Tendulkar, yeah. going Tendulkar or Sachin, Sachin, that kind of chant. And I asked him, I said, what do you say to Tendulkar when you're walking down there? He goes, Corey goes, I turned to Tendulkar and he said, God, they love me here. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, how good's that? Yeah, That's bloody awesome. But, mate, they are, they're fanatical fans. Um, just crowd the buses, crowd everything. Um, I remember playing the IPL final. It was 90,000 at, at um, Eden Gardens. Uh, we ended up winning that, beating, beating Chennai. Unbelievable. And I got on the plane and... and um, we went to a one-day tour uh, getting ready for actually a, a series against England. And we were at Leicester. And 
Oh, mate, I've never felt so sore in a game of cricket ever. <laughs> All the adrenaline had just yeah. been sucked out of my body. We're at Leicester and you're getting the little golf claps. <laughs> little golf claps. Yeah, well bowled. <laughs> yeah, well bowled. And, and, you know, the tea and scones at half time. And, yeah, mate, it was, it's just bizarre. It kind of it took the enjoyment out of um, some of the yellow cricket that I was playing because and playing in such big crowds, um, it's a different experience and a different adrenaline, a different high. Speaking of former New Zealand international Mitch McLenahan, he's here just shadowing the Melbourne Stars. They're trying to get a coaching career uh, underway. He's played in uh, Karachi as well. You know, mm. we mentioned Sydney, we mentioned Afghanistan, obviously uh, for the Mumbai Indians. Where's been your favourite place to play cricket? Uh, well, my favourite ground in the world is a small ground called Pukakura Park in New Plymouth. Okay. Um, so yeah. if you ever get a chance to to look up that ground, it's where uh, the last Samurai was was filmed. Um, and ah, it's a terrace-based yes. ground, very small ground, small square, terrible place for a bowler. I, I don't know say, why I love it, like so, it much. so much. <laughs> yeah, but it's just a picturesque ground, um, absolutely stunning, mate. Beautiful place to watch and play cricket. Um, outside of that, probably probably Wonkiri, mm-hmm. uh, just because like the chance to go around the ground, everyone's so close. It's a smaller ground, um, but just the environment, mate, that kind of stuff you just live for. Now, what is Baz McCullum doing? England were at their lowest ebb. We're getting ready for an Ashes next year. We're going, you beauty. We're going to go over there and flog them mm. for the first time since 2001. He's totally transformed that cricket team. It's unbelievable what he's doing with it. Yeah, it's been pretty special, eh? It really has been. And I think the positive thing is that he's been able to, as a coach, to come in. He's been able to choose his skipper. And he's seen some values in Ben Stokes that um, really align with his mm-hmm. own values and how he wants to see the game. And I think he's probably been surprised by how many of the same values that they have, yeah. uh, which has made the bond even stronger. Um, he's, it looks like from the outside, he's just trying to make everything fun, mm, mate. That's he's right. trying to, and how long does that last? Like, um, you don't know, I guess. Um, you know, but Baz, I know Baz. He's super positive, mate. He's he's mm. one of the most positive blokes around cricket and 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 working environments that I've met. So I, I'd imagine that's going to continue. I can't see him like really laying out the law. Mind you, when he needs to, he's very very firm. Like if guys are starting to slack mm. off, you'll know. So I think he still has that really nice balance. The the challenge will be, and and it's the way I love watching Australia play play their Test cricket. The challenge is going to be in a five-match test series yep. um, against the likes of Australia, where Australia win the toss, bat for a day and a half, mm. keep Jimmy Anderson in the field for a day, two. They might even try bat two days, yep. keep him in the field for two days. Then with the rate England score with the bat, Jimmy Anderson's only going to get a day, half a day True. rest. Yep. So what kind of effect is that going to have on those Stuart Broad, Jimmy Anderson, in a five-match mm. test series, those last that – when it comes down to the crunch, that fourth and fifth test match, um, are they going to have that rest that they would have usually had when England was still batting for a day and a half, two days, those two nights extra rest to recover? Um, how much of an impact is that going to have um, in, a, in a big series? Because, you know, that's, as a bowler, you, you yeah. love those days. You need to try to get two sleeps yeah. or you need to have your feet up, not worrying about coming out and bat. Oh, yeah, your team's on 350, 400, but you've only been at – yeah, have off your feet got for two quickly. sessions, yeah. And it's five tests in a pretty yeah. short amount of time. You mentioned Shane Bond before. Yeah. He could have been one of the great bowlers if it wasn't for injury. What, what's he up to these days? Shane Bond, um, he's, he's the, he's, he was a New Zealand bowling coach when, when I was there. Um, and he's basically part of the furniture in Mumbai Indians now. Okay. He's yep. um, the UAE league, uh, UAE league, which Lenny's about to jet off to. Um, he's he's going to be um, head coach for Mumbai in that one as well. So, mate, he's, he's turned into the best bowling coach in the world. Uh, hands down, no one better. No one better that I've come across. Had so many coaches, so yep. many bowling coaches, most prepared in the world. 
um, does all the prep, um, gives you all the little advantages. For someone like myself, who wasn't like an out-and-out like talent, um, he gave me little advantages going into a game that made me a lot better than I was. Well, Mitch, great to meet you. Uh, enjoy your time with the Melbourne Stars. And if you do become a successful coach, don't coach the Poms. Okay? <laughs> okay, I promise. <laughs> Good promise. on you, Mitch. Uh, great to meet you. Enjoy Cheers. your time uh, in Melbourne. Let's get the latest now from the newsroom with Vanessa Gibson. The SEN app, now compatible with Apple Watch.